Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Welcome back to Empath, Autumn of Unravel. Today I'm talking about something a little bit different. Following some discussions in my membership in the summer, I coined the idea of this August of Unravel. There were a few members at the time going through a sort of reawakening, a rediscovering of their brands. And I find that quite often this is a, a rite of passage that we have to go through where we look at our brand, look at our business, Look at ourselves and our soul success and where we are and where we want to be. And it really is an unraveling, a revealing, a sitting with yourself, uh, reconnecting to who you are and remembering what you're here for. And so I came up with this idea of the August to Unravel, which is where I invited members to do literally nothing, to try and take a moment to take their breath, to catch a breath and to pause and be present in the moment and reconnect with their you know, their dream business and where they are and where they want to be. I think it's really important to get that second to take stock rather than getting caught in the stream of success, you know. When it was me and it was my business a few years ago, my agency, I found I wasn't pausing for breath. And one day I looked around and I didn't really like where I'd ended up or in all honesty, who I'd ended up being in my life. And so I really think that there's power in presence and that pause, taking a moment to look at who you are and where you are and why, and knowing that, you know, what would it look like to do nothing? What would it look like to have no decisions, no to-do list, to create space around your life? I think that it's in the space where the soul success is found, not in the to-do list, not in the superimposed efficiency and productivity that society puts on us, you know? We are conditioned to spend more, buy more, shop more, produce more content. It's a constant treadmill. They're selling us storage solutions to store the crap that they've made us buy through consumerism. It's absolutely laughable, and yet we're all caught in this treadmill of success and productivity and keeping up with the Joneses and feeling like we need to be hitting milestones and reaching goals. And in Empress, I'm really keen to make sure that we change that narrative and we talk a lot more about something called soul success, where you want to be in your life, not on paper, but in purpose. So today I'm talking about that, about, you know, don't try and don't try to be flawless and perfect and fake it till you make it and all of that. I would rather you know it until you show it, that you're truly living it, that you are understanding who you are and what you're here for. And what you want to get out of your business and your life. So I've put together five things to talk about, like how unraveling looks, how it looks and what it means for you. You know, in a, in a world of being switched on all the time and consumerism and success and climbing ladders, what does it mean to just take a moment to step off the ladder, to step off the treadmill? to create time to ask yourself the important questions that you might be disconnected from. The whole element of the unravel is about reconnecting with who you are and what you want at the root level. 
in Empress, we have a series of chapters, and the first two chapters are called the root. Well, they're called the core, but it represents the root. And it's all about this idea of where you're coming from and what lies beneath. What lies beneath your brand? What are the key messages? What is the purpose? What is the mission? What are you in business for? Who are you? That's all the root work, the core work. And yet, as we grow, as we receive credibility and acclaim and success, it's easy to step away from that and to disconnect from your roots and to forget really who you are and why you started. And I see that so often. So this autumn, I invite you to take your own autumn of unravel, and that can last as long as you like, and take whatever form that you choose. So it might be for a week or it might be for two weeks. It might be for a month or it might be for the rest of the quarter. It's totally up to you and obviously your circumstances. You know, you might only have enough money to last you through one week of Unravel. But one week of Unravel is better than none. And I think you'll find a lot of power there. So, how does Unraveling look? Firstly, more space. It's about creating intentional space around you. When was the last time you had space? You know, I'm as much as you know, to blame as the next person. I'm constantly running from school runs to meetings to play dates to the to-do list to the chores that come with being a mother to the chores that come with being a marketer. There's a lot. There's a lot on us and a lot for us to do. But where could you intentionally create space? Now, don't get me wrong. I can't really take time off being a mother. But... Is there a break in your workload? Is there a way you could just take a beat? Take a week off. Take two weeks off. Trust me, it's not going to be the end of the world if you're not available for a week. So what can you do to create space around you in your schedule, but also in your life? How can you take the weight off yourself? What could you leave at the door? You could say maybe this week I'm not working on deadlines. This week I'm not doing content creation. This week I'm not doing client meetings. This week, I'm not doing product promotion. This week, I'm not doing social media, whatever it is. Take it away as much as you can and leave yourself with space and just see how that looks. Next is more authenticity. Unraveling is about keeping it real. It's about saying to yourself, who am I? But who am I really? I think it's so easy to get caught up in society's perspective and perception of who we are and sometimes it's easy to buy your own bullshit trust me I've been there and one day you just get tired of it and think but hang on who am I at the root level what do I really want who am I without insert business name who am I just as Jess just as you you know in my old agency I was just Jess from type all the time but who was I when you took the type away Who was Jess without that agency behind her? That's what I stripped back to find when I went through my personal unravel. What? What means something to you? What matters to you? What are you in business for? Who are you? And I think sometimes in the stream of content creation, and it's easy to get caught up in who we think we should be, or what people are saying about us, or what, you know, what the competitors are doing. But there are people out there who will say amazing things about me. And there are people who will say some really awful things about me. And the truth is, I'm probably none of those. I'm not the really bad stuff, but I'm not the really good stuff either. I've got good elements to me. And trust me, I've got bad elements to me. But the truth is somewhere in the middle. Who people perceive you as is never really who you are. 
people will either treat you like you're a hero or treat you like you're a, you know, a nightmare. They will literally think you're the worst thing ever. They will judge you. And that's the thing. People will judge you no matter what. You cannot exist to impress the people. You have to be true to yourself. So more authenticity. I find the unravel is a perfect time to come home to yourself and to be really honest about who you are and where you are in your journey right now. Next up is more introspection. How can you go internally and really look at where you are, who you are, what you want? You know, look at your shadow side. Look at your soul side and your shadow side and embrace that because it's our flaws that set us apart. And I say flaws in inverted commas because I don't even think of them as flaws. But you know, I've used the analogy before of the model. The most beautiful girl in the street that you think would be a model often isn't a model because she's too sort of predictably beautiful, if you know what I mean. They're looking for quirks. If you think of all the top supermodels, they've all got things that set them apart, their own unique signature. And sometimes I find that it's your flaw that's your signature. Like for me in copywriting, I'm looking for that flaw. I'm looking for that side of you that, like if the customer's hiding something, usually there's heart in there. If I uncover it and it's their weakness and their vulnerability, usually 80% of the time it's where their magic is. And so they might feel shame around it. But for me, I know it's pure gold because it's what sets them apart. Introspection really helps this and particularly journaling. During the autumn of unravel, no matter how long you take, I would love you to do some journaling around it. You will find so much power in writing through how you feel and what you discover about yourself. What don't you like about yourself? There's um part of astrology that really, really I adore the idea of, which is that in astrology, your seventh house represents your partner. It is the opposite of your ascendant. They call it the descendant. And it's essentially sort of your, your partner, your, how your partner would look, your husband, your spouse, whatever. But what's interesting to me is that it's the polar opposite of yourself, of your identity in the astrology chart. And you're attracting what you're repelling. What you don't see in yourself, what you don't appreciate in yourself, what you don't value in yourself, you look for in a partner. And I just find this incredible. And it's so true for me and for the people whose you know, charts I've had the privilege to look at. It's really true that that seventh house shows the things we disconnect to. Like I look at my seventh house and I'm like, I don't even want to be around that house. I don't even like that energy. That's not my energy. And yet I married someone with all of the energy from that seventh house. And I appreciate it so much in him, what I can't see in myself. But the truth is, I have those elements in myself. I just don't appreciate them as much in myself. And in this life, it's about integrating some of that, which I find fascinating. So maybe ask yourself, what is it I'm repelling? What is it I'm avoiding? What is it I'm denying in myself? And how can I integrate that into myself to make myself more whole? And that's a really good place to start when it comes to your introspection. Next up is more surrendering. Don't be afraid to let things go and know when you've got to let things go. And this could not be more appropriate. I'm recording this just as we've stepped into Scorpio season. We've stepped into Scorpio season today. And Scorpio is all about the shedding, the releasing, the letting go. And I really want to make it clear that you are not your work. Do not associate your success with like, the difference between who you are and what, and what you do. There is a difference, and yet so often people start a conversation with, what is it you do? We're so judgmental around someone's line of work. And it's interesting, isn't it? We talk about their work more than their character. We talk about what they do rather than who they are. 
So I want to remind you that you are not your work and it's okay to step away from your work. When I left my agency, I had a real moment of like identity crisis. Like who am I without the agency? I'd built my whole identity around it. And sometimes here there needs to be an ego death. There needs to be a moment of letting that go and letting go of everyone's perceptions and just coming home to yourself and putting your hand on your heart and knowing who you are. Because when you surrender, when you release, when you let go, is when the right things come into your life. And so I urge you to think, don't attach to your business. You know, release that attachment, release that ego and ask yourself, what do you want and what are you willing to let go of to move towards something? You know, they always say you can't find a Mercedes or whatever if you're holding on to a Mini. I mean, quite frankly, I'd rather have a Mini than a Mercedes, but, you know, each to their own. But it's that idea of, if you, you know, you can't catch the next bus if you're already like, at a different bus stop or whatever. That's what I'm asking you to do. Be willing to let go of your preconceptions. Be willing to let go of your fantasy and see what the universe delivers for you. Because sometimes, guys, the truth of the matter is this isn't the right business or it's not the right product or it's not the right time or you're not serving the right people. Only you know the truth of the matter. But in the autumn of Unravel, that's what I'm asking you to look at. Like, do I want this? This doesn't define me. Who am I without this? And try and remember who you are and come home to who you are. And the best ways to do that are to surround yourself with things that remind you of who you are. And that might be objects or people or literature. Or for me, it's almost always music. Music takes me right back to who I am. You know, and my, my soul essence, you are not your business. And now is a really good time to look at what is working in your business and what isn't working in your business without attachment. Make the most of Scorpio season and embrace that ability to transform and rise from the ashes and transmute energy and step into something else. To be open to the potential that there's more out there, there's something different for you, or there's a different path that you can take. And you don't need to stay where you always are because it's where you've always been. You can try something different. Know when to let go is absolutely what I'm telling you to do during this season. And then last of all, more soul. What does soul success look like for you? What would it mean to be who you want to be and live the life you want to live? When I was at my agency, the life I was living was the life everyone was envious of. Everyone wanted my life. I had somebody lined up to get my office when I was moving out because I think she thought my agency was brilliant and that the office was a big part of that. And it was a big part of my image. But you know, like, it's about so much more than image. It wasn't even authentic to me. I was living this life, but really I was living a lie. And I was built up by what everybody else had to say about me. I wasn't truthful to myself. I wasn't living where I wanted to live, like in my heart. I wasn't operating from the heart space. I wasn't working with the clients I wanted to work with. I wasn't working really with the team I wanted to work with because they weren't on my level. How could they be on my level when they bought into someone that wasn't being true to herself? If you put out something false, you will attract false. You will attract relationships that are built from a place of fantasy rather than truth. So that was really important to me to strip back and to remember who I am. And, and that involved really going through this unravel process myself. I spent a lot of time sat with a candle, just looking at walls and thinking about things late in the midnight hours. 
I mean, I had a newborn baby then, so I was awake an awful lot of the time. I sat on the sand and I wrote in a notebook and I came home to myself and I questioned my identity and I questioned my purpose. And I asked myself, do I want to be here? Do I want to be at the top of my game in a game that I don't want to play? Or do I want to be alone, on my own, on the sand, living from a place of truth and texture and authenticity? And that's what I chose. And that's not for everyone. There will always be people out there who care about the status more than the soul. But I'm asking you, I mean, since you're listening to Empath, you're probably likely to not be that person, to really think about what soul success looks like for you and to investigate that. And guys, you cannot investigate that while you're busy on the treadmill of traditional success, on the treadmill of to-do list, on the treadmill of I've got 19 emails to reply to, three clients to call back, I've got to do the school run and you cannot really embrace your soul level success from that place. You need to take a break. You need to step away. You need to switch off, get out in nature, go for walks, journal, think, meditate, swim, do whatever you need to do to reconnect yourself and to ask yourself the tough questions because it's easy to put a plaster on things. It's easy to put sparkles in front of ourselves with all of the like you know, it's easy to distract ourselves with social media and constant to-do lists it can make you feel like you're being efficient it can make you feel like you're being productive but truthfully do you really need another meeting it's usually my question to myself the answer is very rarely yes what you need is space what you need is time what you need is the permission to fail the permission to unravel the permission to not be perfect and so i hope today i'm giving you that permission right here guys we always finish with an invitation to set an intention and today i'm inviting you to ask yourself this question what would it look like to unravel that is what i want you to think about today take it for a walk get out in all weather whether it's rainy whether it's sunny whether it's stormy which is very likely go out and ponder that question just sit and think for a while, what would it look like to unravel? And if this is of benefit to you guys, I highly recommend joining me for the autumn of unravel. Even if it's just a week, even if it's a fortnight, ask yourself the tough questions and say to yourself, is this right for me? Or do I want something different? And then have the courage to choose different. That all starts with making space and taking the time to unravel with intention. And remember, guys, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk, and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing, and weekly live sessions, from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. The doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.